Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, March 4th. Today's news is a welcome reminder that we're coming back stronger as a country. And so many families are still struggling, though, to make ends meet because of inflation. I understand our top priority must be getting prices under control. That's President Joe Biden touting today's record-breaking jobs numbers, but also acknowledging inflation is still a problem he must contend with. Today's jobs report just blew away expectations across the board. 678,000 jobs were added to the U.S. economy last month. That was beating forecasts of about 400,000 jobs that people thought were going to be added to the economy in February. This means that the United States now has roughly 2 million jobs to go before it hits the February 2020 level and regains all of the jobs that were lost in the pandemic. The unemployment rate edged down to 3.8%. That is also an unexpected good development. That is a pandemic-era low in the unemployment rate and not something that even some of the more conservative economic forecasters had thought would be possible by this point. The leisure and hospitality sector, obviously one of the hardest-hit sectors by COVID-related layoffs, is again adding most of the jobs back. President Biden, of course, today seized on the good news and touted the country's economic success. Yes, family budgets are still tight, but a lot of Americans are getting paychecks this year more than they got last year. The people in working class sectors like transportation, warehousing, saw some of the strongest wage gains. This is what it looks like to grow an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. U.S. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh was on CNN today, and he acknowledged that while this is fantastic news, it is possible that what is going on with the Russian invasion in Ukraine could complicate things in the U.S. economy. Certainly, it potentially will have impacts on, on inflation in some cases. But at the end of the day, uh, we stand united with the Ukrainian people. And the chair of the Council of Economic Advisors over at the White House, Cecilia Rouse, spoke to reporters in a briefing today and said, quote, the bones of this economy are strong, and she believes that it is strong enough to have the kind of resilience to weather anything that is ahead related to what is going on in Ukraine. President Biden also announced today a new Buy America rule that his administration is rolling out to help strengthen the economy. The goal, of course, is to boost domestic manufacturing. This has been a key component of Biden's economic agenda since he was a candidate on the campaign trail. He obviously talked about it this week in the State of the Union address. The Buy America rule will require any goods purchased with taxpayer money to contain 75 percent U.S. made content. So right now, the requirement is 55% of goods purchased with taxpayer money must have U.S.-made content. A senior administration official said this will be phased in in order to give companies time and space to modify their supply chains. And as we saw during the pandemic, supply chain disruptions can be quite detrimental. And yes, we're going to keep trading with our allies and friends, but we also need a resilient supply chains of our own so that we're never at the mercy of other countries for critical goods ever again. Of course, with all this good economic news, you would think 
Joe Biden would be at soaring popularity with the country. That's not the case, as we know. And why that is may have something to do with inflation, where people actually feel the economy in their everyday lives. And in fact, in the economic reports today, wages were a little flatter than they have been in previous reports. So that also could cause a greater pinch at the pocketbook. And of course, one of the places where we see prices causing the most pain is at the pump. AAA says the average price for regular gas nationally climbed to $3.84 a gallon on Friday. That's the highest national average since September 2012, nearly 10 years ago. In Los Angeles, we've seen signs of gas at $6.85 a gallon in some places. So this is a real concern and why that debate about whether or not the United States and its allies in NATO and the EU should apply even more punishing sanctions to Russia that would go after the Russian energy sector, after Russian oil and gas. The concern about doing that is that it may spike prices even higher. Now, banning U.S. imports of Russian oil and imposing sweeping sanctions on Russian oil are two different things. A U.S. import ban is exactly what a whole host of politicians are calling for across the ideological spectrum, even within the Democratic Party across the ideological spectrum. But you have Nancy Pelosi and Joe Manchin and Lisa Murkowski, a Republican from Alaska, all on the same page about supporting a U.S. import ban. I'm all for that. Ban it. Energy has become a weapon of war for Putin. We can show solidarity here, but also we can make a difference. No more Russian energy should come into the United States for the duration of this bloody, horrifying, and unprovoked war against Ukraine. That is not something President Biden has called for yet. Now, the reality is that Russia represents less than 2% of all U.S. oil imports. Uh, at least that was the case in December, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. But even if it has a tiny impact and raises gas prices, that could be a political headache for the administration. There's no doubt about it. And of course, leveling sanctions directly on Russian oil would be a much, much bigger deal. The financial consequences of that could be just enormous because the supply is already failing to keep up with the demand as things currently are. It's economic pressures like these on oil and gas prices that are roiling markets, not just here at home, but globally. I mean, in any other world, these jobs numbers would just be one of the greatest calling cards a president could have politically, especially in an election year. But as you heard all throughout the president and his team's remarks today, they are aware that Americans are not feeling it quite that way just yet and need to temper some of their enthusiasm to make sure they're matching the moment politically as well as economically. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.